folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Oh! Hey, everybody, it's Cora Poindexter here with your boy. It's me. It's Bob. And today on episode 72 of the Small Package Show, it's our end of the year best ofs and also some worst ofs. But we're going to be recapping the year in wrestling because we're not in town at this point. Pre-record. How about that? Hit him with the Bob and Small Package! I love your intensity. Oh man, back at it again! Small package time. Yeah, what's up, Corey? What's hey, new? Alexa. What's new in the news? What are were your thoughts on the match? Let me tell you something, brother. Say your prayers and eat your vitamins, my Alexa maniacs. Hey, Alexa. What were your thoughts on the match? Let me tell you something, brother. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Nice. Hey, Alexa, what are your thoughts on the match? Let me tell you something, brother. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. Oh, we already hit a repeat. I like it when she does the Cena one. Also, when she does the full Ric Flair one. That's pretty fun. I got I got Echo Dots. Thanks to wife of half of the show, Kayla. Hey, Kayla, say hey. hey. Oh, she's like, I don't want to be on your podcast this week. Fuck off. Hey, everybody. We're back. It's our end of the year recap show. We, if you were tuning in because you wanted results from Clash of Champions, considering episode seventy-one last week was a, uh, you know, our prediction show. Well, surprise, they're not here yet because I am out of town. Slash Bob might be out of town by this point. You leave the way you said the twenty-third. Yeah. So you're gonna be leaving town like a day or two after this episode goes up because I'm gonna schedule it in advance. Ooh. So, you would have been out of town if we had recorded it on our normal Friday-ish yeah. schedule. But it's recorded in advance. Whoa. Yeah, small package time. I don't know about that. Also, we're going to be reading some uh, Friends of the Show's opinions. Friends of Show. Slash our audience. Our core audience. Hardcore audience. Hardcore audience. Uh, Listener base. We didn't do. We did not do the promo code. Got those subs at the end of the last episode. Got those dubs. Uh, promo code. Hashtag. Ad. I don't know if it. I don't know if it works anymore. I don't know. I'll, Who knows? I'll have to get back to you. Try it. Just hold up. Well, try it. They aren't even doing any more matches until the thirteenth and fourteenth. Well, you can still try of it. January. Evolve wrestling tickets on Ticketfly. Try promo code Wrestle. W R E S T L E. Wrestle. See if it works. We know that it worked for the Boston and New York shows. They maybe work for future shows. And they're back in Queens on the 13th, I think. Of January? Yeah. Wow, that's a that's quick. Maybe 14th. Oh, yeah, no, because 14th, they're in Brooklyn. Oh, nice. So we can't go to the 13th, but maybe we could go to the 14th. We also have, we also have a Say it. Anything concert that yeah, we're going to. Yeah, I think to. it's the 13th. Our concert is on the 15th. 50. Never mind. We can go to the Laboo. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So make sure if you haven't already, we put, we talked about it last week on the show when Evolve ninety six card. 
check out our Facebook. We post on our Facebook whenever we go to these kinds of wrestling shows. Uh, on the photos and all sorts of good shit. Uh, so yeah, hopefully everybody's doing good. Uh, if uh, and, and uh, we're here with our with our bests of the year, couple worsts. Um, it's been a crazy year in wrestling. A lot has gone down. Not as crazy as last year. No, but still some cr- very crazy. Oh, stuff. very crazy stuff. And there's the possibility that who knows? Maybe match of the year was at Clash of Champions, and we're just omitting it from the list. But I'm doubting it based on the card. <laughs> highly doubt it. I mean, looking at the card, honestly, if Clash of Champions appears anywhere on this best of list, it would be in the worst of pay per views list. But just judging by my expectations, possibly. I mean, if we were, if we were actually, if we had what happened based on our predictions. It's like Mojo Raleigh and Zack Ryder had a match. Charlotte retained. Uh, the Usos maybe retained or Shelton and Gable won. Bludgeon Brothers are just going to bury Brizongo. Yeah. Corbin Ziggler and Rude underwhelmed. <laughs> AJ and Jinder was a match. The Singh Brothers were involved. Zane and Kevin Owens are not actually fired. In some way, shape, or form. <laughs> that would be the recap if we had it. But we don't, because that doesn't happen until, for us, this Sunday. For you guys, it's already happened. So, let's just go into... Let's let's open up with some real quick gimmies. Social media star of the year. I mean, there's some nominees. Uh-huh. You know, Orton, like you had said, had some good zingers this year. Some crazy fan interactions. I believe that the whole flip dive thing was this year. That may have been the end of last year. It all just sort of blurs together. Uh-huh. Um, John Cena's Instagram, perennial contender. Of course. With his random pictures that make no sense. Uh, I feel like I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Luke Harper because it is currently Wednesday. And you know what that you means. You know what that means. Or for you at home listening, it is Thursday or Friday. And you know what that means. Um, but I think... Hands down, I have to give it this year to Rusev. Rusev with the with the big jokes. Rusev big with the dirty dirty references. Yeah, I mean Lana Lana Snapchat. She posts a lot of funny videos of Rusev trying to read books and her just putting deer filters on him. And he's like, Lana, I'm just I'm just trying to read. I just want to read my books. And she's just like, No, let's do cute Snapchats together. But Rusev's Instagram, man, on fire in the comments too. The comments that he leaves on Instagram are always uh-huh. fire. Uh, so if you're not following Rusev on on Instagram, you are you are truly missing out on some pretty amazing stuff. <laughs> some pretty amazing, pretty stuff. amazing stuff. Let's uh let's open up with with uh, some some more easy stuff. Turn of the year, uh, heel turn or face turn. There were a lot of nominees that we probably didn't write down. Uh, ACH turned this year, which was a pretty big turn uh-huh. um, from very over wrestler in terms of being a phase to turning. Um, Austin Theory in Evolve, sure. another another big turn. He was a very uh, is pretty over as I a face. Very over face. He's a pretty. He's a pretty over. He's, he's he was over. Uh-huh. He's definitely recognized as being a young up and coming talent. Sure. Uh, the turn was very interesting. We were there in the crowd for that. Oh, yeah. Um, but the the nominees that we have on here that I think I believe are runners up. Uh, Zayn helping Kevin Owens at Hell in a Cell, sure. making the big sure. swerve. Um, K 
Kevin Owens turning on Jericho with the with the the list of Kevin Owens. Uh-huh. Uh that happened a February 1st Raw in Las Vegas. Man, stunned everybody. Sure. Um big festival friendship. Big stunner at the festival friendship and we'll we'll come back to that later in the show. Strowman's long drawn out face turn. Uh-huh. The burn on that. Uh you know, him surviving the ambulance attack, him surviving the dumpster attack. Uh, and then just sort of becoming the face that we need, but that we do not deserve. Sure. We do not deserve face Roman in all of his glory. But I think, Bob, and tell me if I stand corrected speaking for you on this, I think Ciampa turning on Gargano is you turn do. of the year. I mean, the gut wrench. I mean, I was going to go with Festival of Friendship. You think? That's me. Is that your turn of the year? That's me. Hey, man, we're going to have our own uh, picks on these. So that's fine. What do you, what, what are your, you think that the festival friendship turn is a bigger turn than Ciampa on Gargano? Yes. Word. Cause I mean, like, I guess we both knew that both were inevitable, but like the Ciampa Gargano one was teased all the way back at, uh, like well before the CWC. Sure. And definitely, certainly at the CWC. Sure. So that one's just been a long time brewing. Sure. And yes, it hurt, it but hurt. we knew it was going to happen at some point. Sure. I feel like the doing the gifts and doing the everything and, and the ev- painting, right? And, and just how over the top they were best friends and, and, Everything and yes, yes, it was teased. Of course, we, sure. we had the you know people being like, "Oh, but look what he does to his friends. He beats up his friends." Sure. And everyone, you know. But just the why isn't my name on this list? Flip up, man. That moment just so was so dramatic. Uh, you could feel Jericho's heart breaking. Oh, absolutely. And uh, it, I, I think that was just more of a impressively done turn yeah. this year for I, me for I, me i definitely see all of those points and they're valid i mean honestly if if the gargano champo turn hadn't happened i would definitely say that that ko turning on jericho and jericho's inevitable face turn out of that would be turn of the year um just Ke- kevin the list saying the list of ko and he pulls it out of the box jericho's heart just breaking audibly when he goes wise my name on the list after all the stuff in the festival i think the reason that gargano champa edges it out for me is that yes both of them were slightly telegraphed by things leading up to that in the weeks before it and for gargano champa months leading up to that point but at the end of that brutal triple threat match at the end of that brutal match that they survived together they get to the top of the ramp and it's it's they had already shown the logo in the bottom of the corner the show's over and they're you know they're holding each other up there and then out of nowhere champa just starts beating the fuck out of him and gargano's like barely holding on he's he's grabbing at his tight as his uh, at his trunks he's just like why and Ciampa stops for a moment and then continues and he puts him through the table and he puts him off the edge of the stage and he just lays waste to him. And then it's like, I'm just out. I'm just done. And unfortunately, you know, Ciampa's real life injury got in the way of us getting to see that feud play out on NXT this year. Um, he'll be back early next year and we'll probably see it pick up. I don't know if it'll still have the steam, but I think that edges out. the. Oh, gen- it'll still have the steam. 
Yeah. I think it edges out the Jericho KO Festival Friendship because for me, how elaborate the Festival Friendship was solidified to me this is where the turn happened. Sure. Because I was like, they wouldn't go this over the top with this much stuff. Which when they when they first started talking about the Festival Friendship, I was like, this is gonna be dumb. This is gonna be one of those dumb raw gimmicks that is really stupid. And instead it turned out to be really charming. And Jericho was like, I went all out for you. I made this stupid statue that kind of looks like two grown men kissing each other. But that's us. I mean, I loved the moment. I just think that the Gargano Ciampa one was slightly less expected in the moment. Sure. So I think that kind of beats it out for me. I know better now than to speak for you though, because we're going to have some differing opinions yes, here. We but. Are. Um, so yeah, that was definitely a turn to be had. Although I will say that the Kevin Owens getting saved by Sami Zayn very much caught me by surprise. Yeah, that one was surprising as well. You know, uh, there's there. Yeah, no this this year was pretty good for some shocking swerves like that. Swerves, although it was not a good year for swerved. No, it was not a good year for oh, swerve. Although Paige is back, I don't know what the future of swerve. Who knows, is. right? Um. Paige and Ziggler seem like the two leading charges for that. Well, and Paige is back now, so that's that's definitely good. Although I will say that the whole Paige sex scandal thing, while while will not be mentioned anywhere in any moments of the year or anything like that, is a horrible blemish on WWE. But I really thought that was going to impact her ability to come back, Um, which is unfortunate because it's not. It has nothing to do with her. She didn't sure. do it. It was all stolen images. So it is that's fucked up. But I I was surprised that they wound up pulling the trigger and bringing her back after all of that because it's it was definitely risque. Oh, in, she in went news. on Lillian Garcia's podcast and she talked and about it. Laid out a lot about it. Really? And, and yeah, she was like WWE was never upset. They were very supportive. That's and, good. And she like was pretty open about going through uh, her her dark phases as it sure. were and uh and was even like pretty she was like yeah like alberto is pretty supportive of me coming back and and even though we're broken up he was still like happy for me when i made my return well that's and, good to hear um i'll have to check out that podcast because i've heard great things about lillian garcia's podcast yeah no it sounds like she really got her i just read some note highlights sure of it, but all right. Well, I mean, that definitely sounds cool. It's something I definitely want to check mm-hmm. out. Uh, tag team of the year. Let's start with a tag lot teams. Of, a lot of uh, a lot of great tag matches this year. A lot of great tag performances. Like even like we're going to get to bad cards, but sure. like a lot of the really bad ones. Like yeah, well, still had that pretty good. You know, Usos New Day match, or like oh, yeah. still had like that good. You know, bar match. You know, something. Sure. Something more like the tag teams, and I was I was very down on them at the beginning of the year. Oh yeah, because they were just booked all over the place and stupid. Sure. But by the end, man, the tag division was ever pretty much ever since like uh, Mania season, the tag division was just the division to be in. Yeah, and it definitely you know we'll get to multi man match of the year, which includes fatal four ways and five waves and tag matches. Um, but for tag team of the year, it's it's definitely interesting just to see that like. Like you said, earlier this year, we were really shitting on the fact that the tag divisions on both rosters were really thin. Um, but yeah, they really pulled a lot of these pay-per-view cards out of the fire, you know, 
there have been there are multiple cards where we were like, would that be worst card of the year? And it's like, well, it can't be because it had an awesome Usos New Day match, or it can't be because the Shield and the Bar had a really great match. Um, mm-hmm. So it's definitely interesting to see how the tag team div- div- division has grown this year. Um, and so uh, what it boils down to, but that's also not to say that great tag teams have just been limited to. WWE. Oh no, not at because all. Because outside of WWE, we've seen some other amazing tag work, and oh, uh, definitely. Of course, you can't talk about tag teams not in WWE without bringing up Young Bucks, and what a fucking year they have had, just with their insane uh, t-shirt sales and oh, hot yeah. topic deals, and they're getting Funko Pops, and they're getting like oh, yeah. legitimate merchandising. And like big name recognition, just because they're two wrestlers, they're two dudes. Like, yeah, it's it's insane how uh, how they've managed to market themselves and make themselves one of the like bigger than any promotion they go to, unless mm-hmm. they're in New Japan. And then sure. even that's arguable because they're probably bringing in they probably brought in a lot of viewers to New Japan oh, yeah. just because they knew them from the American Indies that they've mm-hmm. hopped around on. And being being the elite is definitely an, a very entertaining YouTube series. If you're not on being the elite, it's very fun. Uh, if you don't know, a lot of people at this point know about bullet club. So I don't need to explain what bullet club is, but within the bullet club, there is a faction called the elite. That is the young bucks and Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe Cody might be part of it. I don't now. think he's technically part of the he's elite, in, but he's in he's the still, yeah, he's still in like all of the videos. Oh yeah. The, some of the best moments on that show of the year were just like Cody, just randomly like, a, like someone with Tourette's just being like, fuck the revival. And it's just like, what Cody? And he's like, Oh, nothing. I'm sorry. It was just a tick. Uh, just some weird, weird shit. I don't even know the full story on that, but he, he's done it in several videos. I think it's just, uh, a jokey thing that yeah. they have. No, no, I don't believe it's, it's definitely not serious. like real heat. Um, but so yeah, definitely Young Bucks. Uh, also outside of WWE Doom Patrol, uh, a big Pazuzu shout out to uh, Chris Dickinson, Dirty Daddy, and Jaka. Uh-huh. Uh, they won the tag team championships in Evolve this year. I guess they can uh, uh, free bird it. Yeah, well, and now, you know, they've been in catch point. With Tracy Hotzabels Williams and uh, uh, Fred Yehai. Fred Yehai left earlier this year from Catchpoint. Uh-huh. Uh, so Tracy Hotzabels Williams is still in the mix. We saw him at Evolve 96. We talked about last week. Um, but yeah, Doom Patrol is having a great year. Chris Dickinson's having a very hot year in, in indie wrestling. Uh, I really love Jaka's style. Um, just an absolute madman in the ring. So they've had a great year. And then back in the WWE umbrella, but outside of WWE and NXT, I mean, DIY had an er- had a great early part of the year um, before they were broken up. Um, Undisputed Era, you know, with uh, O'Reilly and Fish and Adam Cole, baby, they're very new. So it's I feel like it's hard to say that they've had, you know, the best year of tag teams since they're so new as a stable. Uh-huh. But definitely at War Games, they put on a hell of a show. Yeah, um, for sure. Also, authors of pain have had a great year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Sanity. I mean, shit, dude. Sanity's having a fucking baller year. You know, they went from being mega heels to over faces. And man, big demo. Uh, Killian Dane now in NXT in that War Games match. I mean, he he is a monster, and he is so big, and he moves so quick. Um, and then obviously within the the WWE New Day. 
they hosted WrestleMania. They they've had a very good year. They've you know done a lot of cool stuff. Um, I don't think you can really factor up, up, down, down stuff into how they did in ring. Sure, but uh, Usos, some of the promos this oh, year. Usos have been so they're they've they've had career highs. Oh yeah, this year with with the Usos, and uh, honestly, they're pretty much the only reason why I'm really looking forward to uh, Clash Champions because mm-hmm. um, again, we haven't watched it yet. <laughs> We're recording in advance. Um, also, speaking of, she, if you're a longtime listener, oh, yeah? we we teased looking up Freddie Ahai going to NXT. Oh yeah, not, last on week la- <laughs> on last week <laughs> on show. last week's show that we right. literally recorded an hour and a half ago. Uh, according to Wrestling Observer newsletter, Freddie Ahai is expected to be the next major indie name to sign. Sure, and that's it. That's okay. all they it's, had. Uh, anyway, the bar. I love the bar. I think this is the best work Sheamus has done in years, and it's a good way to utilize Cesaro, who's a very underutilized talent in the company. Uh-huh. Um, he definitely has had a, a, a hell of a run in this bar team up for sure. And to think that it all started with the Mick Foley best of seven match, right? That we thought was kind of a. A, t- uh, a terrible idea. The fact that it ended with a draw on a best of seven was terrible. Right, and we we're like, well, this is an okay match, but the ending draw was fucking stupid. And you know what? I've never been more excited to hear Seamus's entrance music than I am now because it's a cool entrance. They do great work in ring. Their promos are pretty good. I wish that after... I mean, the fact that he got his teeth knocked up into his yeah, gums... Yeah, that does... Fit- and finished the match mm-hmm. is insane. Absolutely. I wish they would either make him cut shorter promos or let him take the mouth guard out to talk because he has braces on. So I get why they don't want him to us to see the braces. Yeah. Him talking with the mouthpiece in is kind of is rough. dumb. But he still doesn't when they did it with Shinsuke. Yeah, I know. But uh and also we have to talk about how the Shield reunited this year. Of course. Yeah. Um you know, it was definitely Granted, interesting. That was uh very underwhelming and has been a very underwhelming performance. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, it, it, Roman's uh, sick illness does suck. It was literally the worst right. timing possible. But that said, it was still like, oh, let's reform the most over group in all of WWE for the Miz Taraj and yeah. Sheamus and Cesaro. Not great. Kay. And then on top of that, we had and then Kurt I Angle guess fill Kurt in, Angles. which it kind of felt like a waste of Kurt Angle's Kay. return to wrestling. Yeah, no. And we still have not gotten a proper Kurt Angle proper entrance with the attire and everything. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, it's... Survivor Series, to me, was one of the like more middle-of-the-road pay-per-views of the year. I would not say I fucking loved Survivor Series. There was some cool stuff. Uh-huh. Um, But yeah, I mean, that was kind of a... But it definitely was cool to see S.H.I.E.L.D. come back, and you can't say they haven't had an impact. So I guess between Bar, S.H.I.E.L.D., Usos, New Day, Doom Patrol, Young Bucks, Hardys, the Hardys came back. Almost forgot to mention the Hardys well, yeah, came but back. but they've... Not done a lot, but they have been champs. Honestly, they slowed their careers way down by coming to the WWE. And that's that's like a they were point. they were big in impact. They were big in all of the indies. ROH, they were, yeah. They were the talks of the town with their fucking broken gimmick. And mm-hmm. then they were like, you know what? Let's throw that away to go to WWE. And then they went Well, I will say the WrestleMania pop is definitely a contender for moment of the year. Honestly, that will probably be my pick, but uh that was a moment and not sure. a long term thing. 
so between all of those, Sanity, AOP, DIY, Undisputed Era, who do you think your pick is for Tag Team of the Year? Bah. If you need a minute, I can buy you some time. Honestly, I think I'm just going to go with Young Bucks. Sure. Because, like, if you're talking tag team wrestling, yeah, I mean, in the, the context best. of just tag team wrestling, you cannot have a conversation without the Young Bucks. Just because, and, and just what they've done with their name and their branding and how they've they're looking to sell out a 10,000 seat arena next oh, yeah. year. Like they code. are, they are changing, helping to really change the landscape of wrestling. And I don't think any other tag team can really say that. I mean, you can say that they've put on some great matches and sure. they certainly have. If we were just talking in ring, then we would have a completely, but like everything, even still, even everything still, the young your, bucks have done is insane. In, even still in ring talking young bucks. Well, of course, of course. I'm not, not to dismiss the young super bucks kick parties, man. They in ring ability, but I, I get what you're saying, but, but just as a whole, They've definitely had yeah. an amazing, an amazing year. Um, and it's really tough. It's really tough to go against the Young Bucks as tag team of the year. Um, I really, in my heart, I want to say the bar because it has been something that has taken two performers who by themselves were very skilled but underutilized and put them into a situation where they can shine and be tag champs and be main event players on WWE. Um, but as much as my heart wants to say the bar, uh, I, I have to agree with you and make this our first unanimous decision that it is the Young Bucks. Oh, man. I mean, first of two unanimous decisions. Breaking it. We didn't have a unanimous decision. We differed on Gargano, Ciampa, and uh, the list as turn of the year. We agreed on Ruru on social media. So I guess if you count that, we didn't even write that down. We just mentioned that. But yeah, I, I guess I have to agree with you on that because the Young Bucks mm-hmm. definitely, man, I would what I would do to watch them get taken into WWE and have their careers ruined <laughs> by creative. So yeah, no, that'd be terrible for them. Bob They'd and Corey both picked that, and I picked Champa, and you picked the list. Marking them down. All right, real quick, I'm going to take a quick break from our stuff to uh-huh. mention. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. Starting off with KT. KT, what's KT got to say? Bickley Thomas. KT. He he left a comment for us uh, on our post asking for people's opinions. Uh, KT's opinions. Uh, match of the year goes to Bait and Done from Takeover. Yeah. Well, they he said from Takeover, not the UK Championship match. It was it, it wasn't it, at a Takeover. Yeah. I thought it was at like the UK special. No, that match was at a takeover before uh SummerSlam. Sure. Um he also said Alistair Black and Velveteen Dream was a good match, but there wasn't a single second from Dunn and Bait that I wasn't shaking my head in amazement, he says. Uh he said best tag was uh, Authors of Pain and DIY ladder match. I didn't even have that on our list. There were so many good multi-man uh-huh. matches this year, but that was another just absolutely insane. The super collider on both of them with the ladders was insane. Uh, KT says that uh, that goes into the best turn, which he agrees that Ciampa destroying Gargano was his turn of the year. Male wrestler of the year, he says, has to go to Kenny Omega 
and especially going into his match with Jericho. No other wrestlers have grown into popularity and match quality quite like Omega in 2017. He says his female wrestler of the year goes to Asuka. No, no reason needed because she's awesome and there's no one else who competes that can touch her. His says his breakout star of the year is Braun Strowman. Give me a Braun, Bob. So real. It's like Braun's in the room with me. KT also says, for someone with not much experience coming in, he is close to being the biggest star in the WWE. He said his best pay-per-view of the year was Survivor Series. All right. I mean, sure. I mean, that's a very subjective thing. I was kind of a little let down by Survivor Series, but he loved it. And then he says, hands down, worst pay-per-view was Battleground. Goddamn Punjabi prisons. (laughs) Ah, man. I think Bob definitely agrees with that one. Uh, So thank you, KT, for, for your input. We'll be reading some more of these as the show goes on. So with that, we can just segue straight into best and worst pay-per-views. Sure. We'll start off with worst. Uh, so I have our I have the three finalists being Battleground. Yeah. Which I know you fucking hate which it. Which had Punjabi Prison, had the fucking flag match. It did have that flag had match. Just a, like, yeah, it had a Nuso's New Day match. And like mm-hmm. I said, they were they were the the tag teams right. were the saving grace of these shows. Right. But Everything else on there is so lackluster. Uh, second, a second one in here is TLC. And I think a big reason for that is because not only was the card kind of a clusterfuck, there was um, one extreme rules match. Exactly. There's one TLC match. And it also wasn't a traditional TLC match because there was nothing above the ring to yeah, grab. And it was just, uh, it, was, it was the only reason really why it was a TLC match is because it was the huge five on three tag match and even at that point it becomes a no uh, no dq match anyway which is basically just a tlc match right there were there were uh uh ladders and chairs and tables in that match but there were no other there were no other matches that even had any had steps. anything no steps anything <laughs> which is just bizarre and stupid um if you're going to bother to have your dumb named pay-per-views every year at least make them have the dumb named matches on them i mean that's that's a fair or a fair you point. just go back to having like names just generic names on all of your pay-per-views that happen to have a tlc match or have a hell sure. cell match when it calls for a it. lot of people thought but heaven little- forbid a lot of people thought Elimination Chamber and Money in the Bank were better when they were just special matches that would happen at different points of the year. Yeah, but I could see Money in the Money Bank, in the bank is maybe. growing, is apparently going to become a co-branded show sure. this year, and so it's basically they're going to have Big, big five. five. Yeah, that's that's great. I love Money in the Bank. Yeah, I think it's and I, I think it's 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 a fair one. Because and when not wasted like they did with Corbin this year. And honestly, Elimination Chamber is I'm fine with that one too because sure. like. The Rumble gets one person to the big show, mm-hmm. and then the Elimination Chamber gets the second person to the big show. Sure, like it makes sense. It's it fine. Um, uh, I think that another pay per view that definitely should contend for worst of the year was Payback. Uh, with Payback, you had Enzo and Cass versus Gal Anderson at the time. Yeah, they weren't the Good Brothers yet. Uh-huh. Uh You had Chris Jericho defeating Kevin Owens for the U.S. Championship, which was so confusing. 
because we were like, wait, he just took the belt off of him. Like, I thought Jericho was leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Austin Aries defeating Neville by disqualification, so that was a screwy finish. Uh, you had the Hardy Boys did defeat defeat Cesaro. They did beat the bar. Uh, Alexa Bliss and Bailey had an awful match. I mean, it was not quite as bad as the Kendo Stick on a Pole match that they had at Extreme, Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules, but it was not a good match. Uh huh. Bray Wyatt defeated Randy or- uh, Orton in the House of Horrors match. You cannot There's forget the House of Horrors that Payback had the House of Horrors match. Uh, which was also funny because we had two SmackDown matches on a Raw pay-per-view. Yeah. Uh, we had Seth Rollins defeating Samoa Joe, and we had Braun Strowman defeating Roman Reigns, and this was not the ambulance match. This was just a match, and we were all like, what's going on? I thought there was going to be a stipulation. Nope, they saved that for Great Balls of Fire. Mm-hmm. So payback for me is my worst pay-per-view of the year. Hands yeah. down. It was a, like a letdown. The House of Horrors match just bored the fuck out of me. It was more bad. so more so than even the Punjabi prison. And with which great Kali coming out at the end of that was really just like, oh my God. Uh-huh. What are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, there were don't get me wrong, the flag match was The maybe- flag match is atrocious. That's I like I have to pick it. Honestly, like, yeah, everyone memes the Punjabi prison as to being the worst thing ever. But like I don't know. I'm a fan of ultra gimmick shit like that, sure. and I think it was kind of goofy and whatever. Sure, but the, the flag, flag match. match is what does it for me as being like that was just fucking atrocious. First off, the stupid. rules were not explained very well at no. all. No, and also there was nothing like, stopping Rusev flag- from snapping the American flagpole and just winning because he can't lose. Yeah, and, and like there. Uh, John There's Cena winning so that many match was such a letdown. Do you remember how heartbroken we things. were? Cuz we knew. We I even knew. Re- like and and you know like you knew as soon as it was fucking mentioned that of course John Cena is going to win a flag match He doesn't Bruce lose Cena. with old glory. Like I remember the night of the show duh. when we were watching, I called spot for spot the last 2 minutes. You did and it was insane how accurate you like cuz you were you were kind of joking around but like Let's see how stupid they're going to make this. And you were exactly right with how stupid it was weird. It It was definitely if only it could be that accurate in predictions, because I'm never that accurate in predictions. But I called exactly beat for beat the last two minutes of that match. And it was the stupidest thing. But with all that said, the House of Horrors match, I feel as strong about House of Horrors as you do the flag match. The House of Horrors match was so bad. Uh huh. It was just so atrocious. And also just trying to cop that broken gimmick because they didn't have the Hardys at sure. that point. It was just so fucking bad, dude. That right. said, let's get to our best, best pay per views. We got great balls of fire. We have Hell in a Cell. We have WrestleMania. We have War, War Games. Games and TakeOver Brooklyn 3. Three. Um, I, it's almost it's almost unfair to put WrestleMania in a best pay per views of the of the year list. But this Mania was pretty good. I think that the reason I think it's unfair is because WrestleMania itself is such a transcendent event. It's an event. The other ones are all pay per views. WrestleMania is an event, sure. And so, of course, WrestleMania will beat most of the pay per views for pay per view of the year because the returns you get, the big highlights you get. The unreal, I don't know, man. But, WrestleMania last year was a fucking shit show. But, I mean, yeah, every once in a while there's a dud. You know what I mean? But uh, that being said, this year's WrestleMania was great. 
Great Balls of Fire being in the contenders for best of the year is insane. It's surprising. We were like, wow, this is no way it was going to be good. The name is so stupid. And they went out and like every match was pretty solid. And it had the great Joe Lesnar match. A fantastic match. Lesnar's final fucking return to WWE. Yeah. And like, man, yeah, some great stuff and great balls, which is really surprising. Yeah, it, it definitely shocked me how good it was considering that we were ribbing on that fucking pay-per-view name for so long. And like, we really were just shitting on this is going to be such a dumb pay-per-view. And it came out of nowhere with the moments with like Braun and, and Roman was great. The Lesnar shit was great. It was such a solid pay-per-view start to finish. Um, Hell in a Cell, while it did have some down points for me, Hell in a Cell, the, the Usos versus the New Day match, the moment with Shane jumping off, um, there was a lot of great moments in Hell in a Cell. Mm-hmm. Um, War Games, top to bottom, fantastic card. Yeah, and that War Games match was fucking un- unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 also you had uh, Ember Moon winning the championship and getting it presented by Oscar. Sure, yeah. Um, and Takeover Brooklyn Three was also just. I mean, there were so many good matches on that card. Um, it's really hard to pick between them. Uh, but I, I gotta say, if I went with best pay per view of the year, I would love to give it to War Games. But if we're doing it as WWE pay per view, it's kind of weird. I know that NXT is part of the umbrella. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think I would say that my favorite of the year was probably Great Balls of Fire. All right, that's a solid choice. I'm gonna fuck the haters and say War Games because holy shit, that card, that card, dude, that card was unreal good. Um, I mean, it's I, it's very hard for me to choose against it. Just because, like you said, it, it's the card top to bottom. Mm-hmm. Unreal. Um, real quick, before I we have get... Nick Norman's pulled up here. Oh, nice. You want to read Nick's? Uh, singles... shout, out, shout out real quick to Nick Norman, friend of the show, friend from OU. Singles match of the year. He's going with Alistair Black Velveteen Dreams for more games. Although I match. think majority opinion gives it to an Omega Okada match, he says. That's fair. Tag match is Bar Usos, where Cesaro's teeth got pushed up and. Except that wasn't Bar Usos. That was Bar Shield. Was it Bar Shield? Yeah, because it was okay. it was with uh, Ambrose. Right, right, right. Um, where Cesaro's got pushed up and he kept going. Unorthodox match of the year is Usos New Day in that insane Hell in a Cell from Hell in a Cell. That was great. Moment of the year is Jericho chal- uh, challenging Omega. You know, that was definitely a very shock moment to find huge, out. Huge, huge. Turn of the year was Ciampa betraying Gargano. Sure. Best promo. Best promos of the year goes to Miz. Miz definitely, while some people thought that his thing with Daniel Bryan was this year, that was the end of last year, but he mm-hmm. did have some great ones, especially that Twitter one that he laid on Baron Corbin. Some great promos. Um, male rest of the year probably goes to Omega, but I think equally valid choice is Gargano. That's interesting. Usos as a whole. I could see them as tag as Cesaro or Velveteen Dream as runner up. It's tough for me to say Velveteen Dream as wrestler of the year, but maybe, maybe possibly breakout. Sure. Um, Everyone really learned his name. Hey. <laughs> um, female wrestler, I'd give it to everyone or Asuka. Fair. Pre going to Maine, I'd say Asuka. Post going to Maine, I'd say Ember Moon. Fair enough, because Ember's had a good run since Asuka came out. I guess since the move happened later in the year, I'd have to give it to Asuka. Sure, sure. Um, so thank you, Nick, for your opinions. Uh, always, always love hearing from you, dude. Uh, and uh, hey, if you guys want to get in on this, make sure to tweet at us at our at Small Package on Facebook or Twitter, and we read shit on the air. So if you want to get in on this. 
make sure you hit us up. Next, let's go to moment of the year. Sure. Uh, so we we wrote down just a handful. Way too many. I mean, uh, a, a large handful, maybe a double cupped handful of moments. And it's so hard to to narrow it down to even a list of 10, 20 moments because there were so many moments this year. So here's some of the highlights we've got. Ms. Seamus, Cesaro, and Kane try to murder Braun Strowman with a dump truck. October 22nd, TLC pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Um, on what was otherwise a lackluster show, this was a moment that was definitely shocking Sure, to see the garbage truck man's face of horror as he just stood there, but yet still pulled the lever complicit in a murder with the miss. And I just loved how after he pulled the handle and they all just started realizing that they were compacting a man alive. They all just all the heels look at each other like, my God, what have we done? He's coming back and he's going to kill us. I don't even know if they thought that he was coming back. I felt like they were all just like, oh, he's he's we killed him. We killed a human. That man was a son. <laughs> um, brought a uh, Goldberg's match at mania. Definitely, in terms of the WrestleMania moments, Goldberg having his Mania match, um, the Hardy's pop return. Hardy's pop at Mania. Jesus. I mean, that's a tough one to beat, dude, because, I mean, there were rumors, but nothing so- solid. And when I thought... And they New had Day, a match the night before... For Ring of Honor, for Ring right? of Honor. Oh, my God. And when the New Day were like, "There's, we need one more team in this match, and started to take off their gear. Yeah, I was, I was like, like okay. oh, well, whenever New Day can get in the match, and, I guess. Dude, the sustained roar as they came out. Right. I'm getting goosebumps. As they came out and ran down that long, excruciatingly, way too long Excruciatingly long ramp. And made it all the way. And the crowd was just on fire. And then to see them win, insane. Uh, and also Taker. Taker's retirement. Taker's retirement, Amania. Poor match. Um but it, it's Taker retiring, so it's but yeah, him leaving the club, a huge thing. I gotta admit to you, I cried some pretty manly tears when I saw that they broke down the ring around Taker's gear, uh-huh. and, and his gear was the last thing to leave the building. Sure, um, Roman tries to murder Braun Strowman with an ambulance. Great balls of fire. Right. Pretty much, Braun almost getting murdered. Was and on the highlight. flip side is Braun flipping a goddamn ambulance with Roman Reigns inside on yeah. Raw. Uh, so Roman murdering him or trying to murder him by backing the ambulance up was at Great Balls of Fire. And then on the April, it looks like 11th. Yeah, that was a couple Raw. months before Great Balls. Uh, we had the ambulance flip, which the ambulance flip, my God, dude, did that solidify that man as a kayfabe god? Absolutely. I mean, the the sheer, when you told me, have you watched, I remember you messaged me, have you watched Raw yet? Uh-huh. And I said, no. And you said, oh, my God, dude. Dude, oh, my God. And I said, what? And you said, there's something that happened. I don't want to spoil it, and yet I want to spoil it for you so hard. And I was like, Bob, what happened? And you said, just watch it. And when Braun chases after him, do not look away. And I was like, uh, okay. And so he's in the hallway. First off, he's trying to flip his stretcher. Oh, yeah. No, he he's just like... Just- just tearing Roman through this hallway. And so he's dragging like by his hair and slamming him into everything. And just the fact that when he gets tossed into the ambulance, Roman, I mean, he didn't get tossed in the ambulance. He was put into the ambulance on a stretcher by people. And Braun just goes, I'm not finished with you. And I was like, how are you not finished with him? Stroman? He's in an ambulance. And then he just goes, not for long. 
flip. The only thing could have been more impressive, and I think I said this on the podcast, is if instead of it being flipped onto its side... Yeah, if it was flipped vertically. Like, end over end. That's mm-hmm. the only way it could have. And also the fact that Braun... Oh, I, this isn't even on this list, but just in terms of moments, him coming out of the dumpster like a Terminator made of trash and hunting down the Miz. Yeah. That was great. Running along the top of the, of the limo. Oh, my God. Uh, other moments of the year... Uh, the list of KO turn, uh, the February 1st Raw. We talked about that uh-huh. one in Vegas. Um, Sammy saving KO from Hell in a Cell. We talked about that. Uh, KO attacks Vince McMahon, September 15th Raw. Uh, SmackDown. Or was it on SmackDown? Oh, yeah. SmackDown. My bad. Um, that was a fucking crazy moment. Uh-huh. Saying, I can lay my hands on a McMahon with yeah, no consequences. Headbutts him. And Vince got busted open. Uh-huh. It was a very crazy moment. Uh, Jerrica calling out Omega right. last month. Huge, because, I mean, who would have thought that that was going to happen? But I mean, here we go. And it definitely shocked the world of wrestling, because everyone sure. was like, is he still with WWE? Um, Lesnar and Joe promos. I feel like after reading all this, that was one of the first things yeah, I wrote no, down. that's lame. I mean, it was cool when it happened, but sure. just compared to these. And then also, have to mention, Ellsworth. James Ellsworth winning the women's money in the bank. Yeah. What a year that guy had. And he's definitely a contender for breakout of the year. But just the fact that Ellsworth won the first women's money in the bank. First off, the fact that there was a women's money in the bank would Uh would have been a moment. But the fact that Ellsworth climbed the ladder. I remember that it was one of those things where not since the, the Goldberg you know, couple second defeat of Brock Lesnar. Had I heard so many wrestling fans saying, this is bullshit. Fuck WWE for doing it. It's like, you guys are missing the point because they got you, Mark. You're talking about it. That's what made it a moment. And even I got pissed about it, but they got me too. Uh, Bob, what do you think your, your, your moment of the year is? Uh, I'm going to go with the only one that really made us like, jump up and freak out and that's hardy's hardy's pop when 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 that happened you and i were literally like jumping Screaming. up and down in your apartment honestly i don't other than maybe possibly dean ambrose winning money in the bank and cashing in to become champion on my birthday uh-huh that's maybe a number two in terms of pops all time yeah but the hardy's return pop did get me yeah um and uh, I mean, there's definitely some moments here that I I want to say right, there's too were many. shocking, there's too many. But dude, the Hardys pop. I agree with you. That's moment of the year. Um, so real quick, gonna go ahead and read another opinion from some friends. Let's pull this up here. Uh, first off, real quick, shout out to our friend Rom, who uh, he hadn't he hadn't got a chance to actually get us his opinions. Um, but he, he, uh, had hit me up saying he was going to, uh, if you guys get me your opinions on best of the year, I will try to, uh, read them. Uh, this show is supposed to go up onto our podcast, uh, on the 21st is when I'm scheduling it. Um, but I will be back after that to record, uh, most likely a show without Bob that will go up on the 28th. Bob will still be out of town during that with that window. I'll be back. I was thinking about doing either a clip show or maybe trying to have a guest on. Um, so I will still be reading these best of the year things. So go ahead if you haven't got a chance and get them to me later. Uh, again, at small package pod on Twitter, 
on Facebook. You can hit us up either there, or if you're friends with me on Facebook, shoot me a message with your opinions, and we'll read them on air. A uh, friend of the show, Michael Hall, Mike, had some uh, had some opinions. He said, Asuka is, of course, female of the year. He said, it was very cool to see the bar gel together and become the real team that they were. They were great this year. And I, I agree. I almost picked them as my team of the year. Uh, Braun was the breakout male single star. And I, I would have to concur with that. Um, he, he also commented the Miz on his promos this year. Um, Shinsuke gets an honorable mention along with Kevin Owens for superstar of the year. Uh, he said that Jericho's turn was the best thing in wrestling and the run overall that Jericho had. And I would have to agree that Jericho definitely is a contender for wrestler of the year for male wrestler. He had an amazing run this year. Um, and that turn was just gut wrenching. I mean, a lot of Jericho's run was, it was last year. A lot of it was end of 2016, but he did have a great start to 2017. He had that moment of the year contender and, uh, he won the U S championship and got himself, you know, into, a, into a good spot. Um, he said, unfortunately, a lot of this year, blurs together i would tend sure. to agree and that he also said definitely sick shane mcmahon fall- he said shano shano falling off of high things this year uh-huh. which hey man i mean the the undertaker match was last year's wrestlemania but he still fell off his fair share of tall things mm-hmm. this year um including hell in a cell again so thanks mike and thanks everybody for hitting us up with your thoughts and opinions on this year in wrestling and like i said don't forget hit us up you know, on Twitter and Facebook, when I get back, we'll be recording. I'll be recording another episode for the following week with Clash Champions results and uh, other shit going on. All right. And we'll move on to the multi-man, multi-person match of the year. If you have a hard time reading my handwriting, a chicken scratched it. We have uh, a SummerSlam match, uh, Fatal 4-Way, between Strowman Reigns, Joe, and Lesnar. What a match that was. That we was have, a fucking knockdown, dragout match. Yeah. We have the War Games match, Undisputed Era, Sanity, Agents of Pain, and Roderick Strong. Authors of Pain, but yeah. Did I say Agents of Pain? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, that's a video game. Razor, Razor, Mind Akeem. on my work. Dude, that match was absolutely fucking nuts. There was so much going on in that. And for a very gimmick heavy match in terms of like, you know, people coming in at different times, it was so smooth. Mm-hmm. It was very smooth. Yeah, it definitely was. Uh we have Joe Wyatt, Rollins, Roman, Balor, uh Extreme Rules, Fatal Five Way match. Another and also I liked how the early part of that match was Bray and Joe teaming up. Um, there's just a lot of cool moments in that spot. It's mm. definitely a, a crazy match. Uh, we have agents, uh, authors of pain, uh, revival DIY, which is the one that DIY ultimately broke up over. Broke yeah. up over. It's a ladder ladder match for the titles. Yeah. Uh, uh which paper did I write down? What pay per view that was at? Takeover Orlando. That's right. That was the one that was right before WrestleMania. Yeah, that was a great show. We have uh, Elimination Chamber of Wyatt, Cena, uh, Miz, Corbin, Styles, Styles, and that uh, looks like Ambrose, but that Ambrose, yeah. Oh Ambrose yeah, because it. it was pre-Mania, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Elimination Chamber match was, uh, it was yeah, pretty dope. That was a really good match. Uh, Wyatt winning and winning the belt at it, which it was, was weird. Uh, a cool moment because he hit his uh, sister Abigail on both Cena and Styles and won clean. It, it was, was crazy. 
Uh, definitely a great match. Uh, we had a lot of fun watching it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bar vs. Shield, uh, SummerSlam, and No Mercy. Yep, they both they had two great matches at those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I because be- No Mercy was the tooth incident. Exactly. Yeah, that was the teeth one. Yeah. Um, both of those were were. Or baller. Then we have. Oh, wait, does I say SummerSlam? That doesn't sound right. The Shield didn't read. Oh well, it was it was Ambrose. Yeah, and it was Ambrose and Rollins. Ambrose and Rollins. So yeah, it was yeah. technically Shield. Uh, and then we have Usos New Day at Hell in a Cell, and it looks like you Summer tried Sl- to write in SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah, they both had they had great matches at both, but the Hell in a Cell I think definitely is the better of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, then but, we have, both were great. Then we have Ricochet, Jeff Cobb, uh, Keith Lee, PWG uh, battle for Los Angeles Day Three. Yeah, that was definitely a good match. I know you didn't get a chance to see that one, um, but there's a GIF, a very popular GIF from that match of Jeff Cobb picking up, like dead weight picking up Keith Lee and doing a fallaway slam, and it was very impressive to watch. A mm-hmm. um, lot of great choices in there. It's very tough to pick one multi-man match out of that yeah um i mean honestly my my gut as much as i love the usos hell in a cell with mm-hmm. with new day that was and a great match great promos going into it uh it led to the whole respect thing between uh-huh. them uh and the the fatal five way and the fatal four way were both All insane great. i gotta go with i gotta go with the war games match the war games yeah. match is just Dude, there's not worth so many great moments. Killian doing a coast to coast onto a trash can, the super collider into Demo being sandwiched. Uh, there was like a four man, four man suplex, like like uh, or a super super power bomb mm-hmm. uh, off the corners of the two rings. Uh, Adam Cole was great in it. I mean, I, all of them were just amazing. Uh, Roderick Strong. Had a great performance. I think the MVP of that match is Killian Dane. Um, sure. But man, what a fucking tag match that was! Yeah, great, great match. Um, is that yours or you got? You, no, I'm you gonna have... go with the uh, SummerSlam Fatal Four Way: Lesnar, Joe, Reigns, Strowman. It was great because that one had uh, fucking Strowman putting Lesnar through two tables. That was had insane. so many, so many. It was just four massive dudes just duking it out yeah. it was it was so many insane moments there i was that was definitely i, was I, I think that great. was gonna be my favorite i am all about it um it, i i i definitely see it and uh also lesnar being taken out and coming back was a unique way of well i mean it's not super unique but it was an interesting way of keeping him out for a minute and also raised the intrigue level because we were like if he doesn't come back then we have a new champion uh-huh is very interesting. All right, we got breakout star, breakout star of the year, Braun Strowman. I mean, definitely huge, huge year, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Kenny Omega. It's hard. It's hard to argue against Kenny Omega too, because you know, while he had been doing good things before 2017, all three of his six plus star matches came in in 2017 with uh, his feud with Okada. All the stuff he's doing with the Young Bucks and the Elite and the Bullet Club. A uh, lot of good things for for Omega this year. Uh, Brizongo. It's interesting to have a tag team as your breakout nominee, but man, with the fashion files, they really found a way to unbury themselves and yeah. stand out. I, I honestly love this. I mean, we both love this fashion files. Right, yeah, thing. they don't wrestle, but damn it, if they aren't on TV week after week after week, get and some time. 
that's that's what everyone wants at the end of the day is just being on TV. Sure. Uh my personal favorite, Darby Allen. Big props to Darby Gotta Allen. Gotta love me some Darby. And at Evolve 96, William Regal coming out and saying how great Darby is, is a huge testament to the year he's had. Uh, he's been in some high-profile matches. He came back from injury. Uh, from and We were there when he got injured. Yeah, it was nasty. I mean, I honestly thought the spot was kind of excessive. Uh-huh. The shovel and the, the body bag and the thumbtacks uh-huh. was a little excessive. But Darby's had a great year, and he's had some great matches, and we've been we've had the privilege of seeing him live a bunch this year for sure uh <laughs> keith lee also a huge year for him uh he also ends it by beating matt riddle and becoming the wwn champ mm-hmm. uh, so he'll carry that belt into 2018 yeah and also uh he's been doing great stuff in P- he's been doing pwg stuff now um he's all over the place he's really getting eyed a lot for for moving up yeah uh marty scroll mm-hmm. joins and, the uh joins the bullet club very cool moment and honestly it's a moment that i didn't even think of in moment of the year because of how many there were but adam cole's last night in ring of honor and the introduction of marty scroll into the bullet club was an insane moment mm-hmm. cedric alexander uh he's had he's had a really good year. Uh he's definitely one of the more over cruiserweights. Sure. Um and James Ellsworth. Um he sure his his most notorious in ring mm-hmm. uh career, his three wins over AJ Styles, etc. That was all yeah. late twenty sixteen. Sure. But still the coming from you know, November to December late twenty sixteen into mm-hmm. twenty seventeen, his run has has been anything anyone could ever ask for in WWE. An historic run, dude. I mean, dude's been in the Rumble. He he was in the Rumble. He was in a Money in the Bank match and won. Well, yeah, uh, so yeah, I mean, sure. He's he's had he's had technical wins over AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Had a U uh, WWE Championship match. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's more of a career than you can say for a lot of people. He had a moment at Wrestle- on the roster. He had a moment at WrestleMania. He had a he? moment at Mania. Absolutely, he got an entrance. There are guys that never even get the sniff WrestleMania, and it's crazy to think that Ellsworth went from. And he had a sick ass shirt, and I own one, and I'm so glad that I got one before it was. It's nice. gone from the shop. Chris, you'll probably be able to sell that on the indies because it's literally sure. just his face. Sure. I mean, how can they really copyright his exactly. face in a circle? The only thing I won't have is the little WWE shop. Yeah. So who who do you think is your breakout breakout of the year? It's so hard to go against Braun Strowman because mm-hmm. nobody has catapulted them into as big a spotlight as anyone but Braun has. I mean, he did. He has gone into the stratosphere. When you really think about... If I told right, you, it's a, like yeah, Keith Lee, whatever, yeah, sure. yeah, Darby Allen. Of course, I love him. Like, sure, Omega, yeah, he's had high, the highest rated matches fucking ever by mm-hmm. you know Kenny by uh, uh, Meltzer. Dave Meltzer, yeah, and like yeah, those are all great. But Braun Strowman has become the new lead actor on the longest running television show in American history. <laughs> like you forgot the word episodic, episodic, oh. the longest running episodic show in TV history. It's okay. We all can't be Michael Cole. But the point. But the point is, like, they're all great points. Yeah, 
all of these guys had great years, but yeah. WWE still at the end of the day is WWE. And if you're talking about a star, nobody else has risen to the top more than Braun Strowman has. I, I definitely, cause the thing is, is with Kenny Omega specifically, it's tough to say that, you know, he hasn't had a breakout year because while he has, I mean, he, he's been established. He, people have known he was good before this year. So it's tough for me to give him breakout because people, I mean, he did have a breakout year. He did make the six star and the six and a quarter star, six and a half, whatever. Six and a half stars. I mean, that's all great. I mean, and it definitely is a breakout because it was vastly bigger exposure than what he had had. But everyone who loved Bullet Club had already known about him. A lot of the hardcore marks had already known about him. If you had told me two years ago, a year and a half ago, that the guy who showed up at the Wyatt family with the black mask on, who was botching everything, and we were like, he's going to kill somebody. He is he is new. Your new favorite wrestler on TV. He like if he was at the time, it was like he's new Ryback, but bigger. Uh-huh. He's gonna fucking hurt somebody to say that he would be our favorite thing on show on shows and seeing him flip an ambulance survive an attempted murder be a backing an ambulance into another truck and then walking away without injury or without mm-hmm. medical attention the terminator of trash angle i mean so much that they put on him even the fucking Callisto dumpster match was, was cool. funny yeah i mean i and i and i you know i don't want to pick out individual and moments and his promos have been pretty solid he's gotten way better because he knows his limitations and he and they know his limitations i i definitely as much as my heart wants to say brizongo because they went from obscurity and a this is a failed gimmick to turning it around uh-huh. um and as much as i do want to say Ellsworth's rise to fame, but uh, uh, that started in like 2016. Mm-hmm. And definitely Darby, you know, getting called out by Regal at Evolve is great. Keith Lee, and we didn't even mention Jeff Cobb, Matt Riddle. They, they've had really breakout years. I have to agree with you uh, with Strowman. I think that he's I mean, the breakout star of the huge. year. Um, definitely he's had such a year and to now be, like you said, like he's close to being the face of WWE. Um, yeah, female wrestler of the year up next. Yes, we got Bliss. Yeah, Oscar, uh-huh. Kyrie Sane mm-hmm. slash uh, Kyrie Hojo mm-hmm. and Charlotte. I also feel like Ember Moon should be Ember Moon a nominee. Sure. Um, honestly, it's tough to go against Oscar. It's so tough to go against Oscar. The undefeated streak, She's still undefeated, still <laughs> you know even her. Yeah, people are not expecting. People were expecting her to come she up did. to. People are expecting her to come up to the main roster and just like squash the biggest stars and have the belt. But like, one, that would be terrible because like, where do you go from there? Sure, you don't. And two, like, if you're making the argument that NXT is the developmental league, is the AAA ball, right? Like, you don't just come up. You know. Anyway, I feel like Asuka has been booked well on the main roster and continues to be booked well, and will continue to be built well into the future yes so it's it, it's it's oscar yeah i mean ember ember moon has had a great run since oscar left i mean she was having great matches before that sure but uh, and but, great matches with oscar up to the injury slash call up and i think that that's part of why i think oscar has an edge over ember moon is because a lot of uh, ember moon's best stuff was, was with, with oscar 
Um, Kyrie Sane definitely has made an impact since she's been there, but it's tough to say that. Yeah, let's see what she does in 2018. Exactly. She's too new. She hasn't done enough yet. Charlotte had another big year. Um, honestly, not as big as last year. And not as big as last year. And honestly, I'm going to go with Alexa Bliss. Um, in a shocker because everybody has pretty much said Oscar's Asuka, unanimous. Sure. I will say this. Alexa Bliss, first off, has won multiple championships. God damn it. Alexa, I'm not talking to you. My goddamn Echo Dot. Sorry, I, don't know that. I know you don't know that because I'm talking about wrestling. I'm talking to it like a fucking person. That's why I just said Bliss. I need to. Yeah, I'm going to just say Bliss from now on. <laughs> God damn it. Thanks for my my Christmas gift is wonderful. I love you, Kayla, for getting it for me. But whenever when Raw came on the other night, it was a fucking pain in the ass because every time they mentioned Bliss, my Echo Dot would be like, what was that? I didn't understand and would start searching for shit that Cole was talking about, which is all I need is a thousand searches for Mountain Dew Kickstart juice. Um, but anyway, I think that Bliss, Bliss has won some championships this year. She's really she solidified herself. She was the first woman to win the Raw and Women's uh, Raw Women's and SmackDown Women's Championships. And her promo game is so on point. She can take a crowd that wants to love her and make them hate her guts. Um, she's had so many great moments with Naya and with other women on the roster. Um, and I just think that, uh, that Asuka's undefeated streak, while great, um, and it doesn't have to be dominant like Goldberg to be great. It just, it is great. But, I feel like her in-ring ability is great. And if it was purely an in-ring ability thing, I would say, oh, yeah, Asuka all day. But factoring in promos, um, <coughs> excuse me, factoring in promos, I have to say um, Bliss, Woman of the Year. Except she also has the worst promo of the year. Well, if you're talking about the Bailey, Bailey this, this is, is your, your life, life, it's easily worst promo of the year for me. But... I also would say that a lot of that has to do with it being a WWE heavily scripted moment that they sure. planned out beat for beat. That doesn't mean it wasn't a fucking god awful promo. Yeah, but again, to say that, I mean, that's like saying that someone can't be the best actor or actress of the year in any sort of thing, like episodic thing, where one episode had one weird, the writer wrote hey, something man. weird. I'm not saying she doesn't deserve your female wrestler of the year. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that. I'm saying the worst promo of the year was Bailey. This is your life is what I'm saying. I mean, I can't, I can't argue with that. That promo was hor so horrendous. So garbage. I would rather sit through a continuous loop of the old day promo. Oh, wow. For and that is, that would have been my worst promo of 2016. Uh, I would rather sit through like an hour and a half loop. Fuck it. A right? full, was a that 2016 full, or was that early 2017? It's I can't remember. It's all a blur. I want to say it was 20, I thought it was 2016. Regardless, the, the This Is Your Life promo is worse. I would rather set through a full raw three hour with commercial break of the old day promo than have to watch the Bailey This Is Your Life promo again. It was that bad. And it led up to the Kendo Stick match. And so. it led up to one of the worst matches of the year. Maybe one of the worst of all time. And I truly truly mean that that match was so atrocious terrible and did nobody any favor so before we get to male wrestler of the year uh quick interjection we'll get right back to uh the rest of our list real quick but more shout outs to friends of the show who wrote into us uh first off andrew khan wrote in 
Uh, he hasn't had time to follow with the wrestling quite as much the last month or two because of work, but he did want to comment that uh, the KO turn on Jericho at the Festival of Friendship was the best thing of the year. Uh, he very much enjoyed wrestling this year, and he also just wanted to throw out that Roman Reigns has definitely impressed him more in match quality as of late. Uh, he said that Roman has impressed him and, and shown that he really can carry a match uh, so thank you, Khan, for the shout out. Uh, also, uh, friend of the show, Nico Alfonso. You may remember we had him on a couple weeks ago, uh, watching a, uh, a raw with him. We had a special episode on that. It was a three hour episode. So if you slogged through that, thank you very much. Uh, it was live during raw Nico throughout that. He hasn't had a chance to watch much wrestling. Uh, we tried to give him a crash course on how WWE has been going and, and showed him a bunch of matches. Uh, he watched the Omega Okada one match and he said that he loved it. He said it was quote the bomb.com. That is not a real website, but thank you, Nico. Uh, he said from the amount that he's gotten to watch, Braun would be his male wrestler of the year. Maybe Finn Balor and Oscar would be his female. Uh, he also said that he doesn't have a turn of the year, but, the one that he would say if it had happened would have been Jason Jordan stopping whining and hitting Kurt in the back of the head with a steel chair and going full heel. Other than that, he very much enjoyed uh, Braun going full face. Uh, he also said honorable mentions for wrestler of the year to AJ Styles. He also very much enjoyed uh, the cruiserweight action he's gotten to see over the last month, uh, which has picked up. And also he said he very much enjoys Bailey, which uh, <laughs> I guess he's fortunate that he hasn't actually watched as much wrestling with Bailey because she hasn't been very good uh, for most of, of the later part of this year. Anyway, let's get back to the list. All right, Bob, let's let's uh, you want to do our singles match of the year. Oh, I first? figured we'd do singles match at the end of the year. Okay. Well, then let, uh, whichever one you want to do, we have male wrestlers. Uh, so male rest of the years, we have Strowman, Okada, Omega, Joe, Neville, Miz, AJ Styles, Cody, Goldberg, and Jericho. A lot of great options. Oh, yeah. And there's more that you could argue that aren't on this list. If if Jericho hadn't challenged Omega in November and then had the things that he's had the last couple weeks with uh, his interactions with Omega, I would I would have yeah, said... If, if this thing had been drawn out a bit longer. <laughs> I would of course, have, I mean, he's had a great year for WWE, too. No, no, but, but I'm saying... He, he's been away from WWE for a while doing the touring stuff. I would have said, oh, well, his 2016 was better. Like, cause that's when the, the bulk of the list was. Sure. Um, and then, you know, the early stuff this year, the festival friendship was great. Um, all of that stuff was wonderful. He had such a good run and an end to his run and he got the, the fucking, uh, Grand Slam. Yep. Guys, US title. Um, I mean, great moments. Well, that was in 2016, I think. Was that? I'm pretty sure he came through the new year because I mean he would. I know he won it in in the new year. I want. I know he won it on this side of the new year too, but I don't know if he won it before that. Regardless, he had a great run. Um, that whole run was great. And if it hadn't been for this Omega stuff, I feel like it would have been like, well, yeah, he first great couple months and then he dropped off. But this last one put him back in the list. No, no pun intended. Um. I don't know, but any one of these you can make a strong argument for, like I said. And uh I mean Goldberg's run. He was in the yeah, Rumble. It wasn't bad. I mean, very impactful. Um Miz had the IC belt for most of this year. Uh he he's cut some very great promos. Um and I think that uh, you know, Omega has also I mean Omega and Okada having those six star matches 
six plus star matches. Uh, not to mention Omega had some great matches with like Trent Beretta and, and other people. And so did Okada. Yeah. Um, with Naito. Oh yeah, dude. And, uh, you know, AJ Styles, of course, he had a great match. He had some great matches this year with Cena, Lesnar. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, just fantastic matches. Neville, his cruiserweight run was insanely good. I thought it was great for it the was, cruiserweight. It was really great. Um, Joe is interesting because I have him on the list and it's just like it's just kind of felt a little underwhelming for me for Joe this for year. sure definitely he, he does not deserve it uh, he's been great um, but he started so slow uh, he really only picked up like around the great balls of fire into SummerSlam so that was really only and it June. sucks because that's all on booking it really is not his fault and it's the same reason that Balor's not on here mm-hmm. Balor's fucking insane but for me, I can't say that he was wrestler of the year because I mean he missed he missed time with injury. Um and then he just was booked poorly with the Wyatt angle. Sure. That was weird. Um honestly, I think that the biggest arguments on here Cody's also on that list because he's had some really cool moments with all the guys in, in Bullet Club. And he's really like shown how successful he could be outside of WWE. And he's madly successful with Young Bucks and, and, and Omega right now and Bullet Club. Um, I kind of feel like the biggest finalists for who had the best year for singles men is probably between Strowman, Omega, AJ Styles, and Jericho. I could see those. And I think I'm just going to have to pick Strowman. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many moments of the year contenders was he involved in? How sure. many match of the year contenders was he involved in? Mm-hmm. Like, how many times have we talked about all of his fucking ambulance shenanigans, all of his fucking dumpster oh, yeah. slash garbage truck shenanigans, all of, like all of these things have one thing in common, and it is goddamn Braun Strowman. Like, Bruh! it is his fucking year in wrestling. Holy shit, which is insane to think of. Again, and I mean, yeah, call me out as a WWE mark and whatever. And, and obviously Omega yeah. and Okada deserve it and their matches are way better. And yes, yes, yes. Those guys have put on way better matches than uh, Strowman. Sure. However, you know what? A match is a day. And then what they do <laughs> after that match? Nothing. What Braun Strowman do after he fucking flipped an ambulance? He came down back the next week and attacked Roman again and flipped another thing. Didn't yeah. he flip another vehicle? He flipped something else. Something. And then he got crushed by a fucking ambulance. But then he came back the next day and ran on the top oh, no, no. of the... When he got crushed by the ambulance, he was gone for one oh, week. Sure. But still, he came back after one week. But he, when he when he got crushed in the dumpster, he came back like again two weeks later. But was running on the top of a fucking uh, limousine chasing after Miz. It's hard like, to argue it, man. Every every single thing he's done has been goofy and funny and entertaining and, and awesome. hilarious and awesome and just sports entertainment. God damn it! I I I told you earlier in the break between recording episode seventy one and this episode seventy two that I was going to piss you off by selecting Miz as my performer of the yeah, year. Yeah, I know. Um, I can't do that. I love the Miz, and like you know, he is. I I stand by my statement. He's one of the hardest working dudes in the business. In the business, uh, trademark that. <laughs> Got him. Uh, Jericho is so close for me, and a- so is AJ Styles. I mean, AJ Styles has had some fucking. I almost said no pun intended phenomenal. He's had some great matches this year mm-hmm. um, with a lot of guys. 
and I see where you're going with Strowman. I mean, entertainer of the year for sure. Um, but I got to go with Kenny Omega. I mean, and it's not just, it's not, I don't want to say it's not because of the six plus star matches. And I, I want to say it's not just because of the six plus star matches. I mean, those matches with, Oka- with Okada are fucking insane. Uh-huh. If you haven't seen them, you have to go find them and watch them. But he's had so many more great moments and matches him being involved with the thing with Jericho back. I mean, the thing is Jericho calling him out wouldn't be that big of a deal if it wasn't for the fact that he was calling out Kenny Omega. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's huge. And, and also behind the scenes, him and the young bucks and Cody are running that shit. You know, even though the, the title, the headline may say young bucks trying Mm -hmm. to fill 10,000 seat arena. They're doing that with him. Sure. He helped organize the elite, which got even bigger this year. Uh, he organized, you know, the coming to raw that got them a ton of press. Uh, and, and then just not including his outside the ring stuff, just inside the ring. He's had so many good matches and feuds this year, this year alone, mm-hmm. that he is the most talked about hottest possible free agent in wrestling. I mean, even at the Rumble this year, people were like, holy shit, could you imagine if, if Omega's contract ran up? And that was before the six star matches. They were like, what if Omega's contract runs up and he comes to WWE for the Rumble? It didn't happen. But then he put on these six-star matches. Everyone's talking about him. Everyone knows who Omega is. And I think that that's why he has to be my wrestler, my male wrestler of the year. Mm -hmm. And that brings us down to the last thing, which is our match of the year singles edition. All right, Bob. Almost through this. So uh, Okada Omega won at Wrestle Kingdom 11 is on there. Okada Omega 2 from Dominion June 11th is on there. Mm-hmm. Okada Omega 3 from the G1 Climax Day 18 is on there. All of those six plus star matches, although I got to say personally, I, I prefer Okada Omega 1 to Okada Omega 2 or 3. I agree. Okada Omega 1 is definitely... Uh, it's even though insane. it's not as it's it's actually surprisingly lower rated than the other two, because I think Meltzer felt pressure to give the other ones more than six stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cena versus Styles at the Royal Rumble. What a match that was too! Huge match, and also the build up to that match was insane with the Let's Go Cena AJ Styles chance. Mm-hmm. Um, Omega Beretta, November fifth at Power Struggle. I liked that match a lot. I think that was a great match. Uh, Rude Nakamura take over Orlando. Another another solid match on there. Um, Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble in the Jericho is in a shark cage over the ring match. While I thought that was silly, there was a lot of fun moments in that match. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a great match. It was highly rated by Meltzer. Uh, one of the highest rated WWE matches of the year. Um, Dunn versus Bate at the UK Championship. No, it was not. That was the not the one you're talking about. Was that Takeover Chicago? Takeover Chicago, the one the NXT one, Takeover Chicago, the one I, the one that has the highest rating was the UK Championship. Too. No, they got to be talking about the Takeover. The Pete Dunne defeats Tyler Bate at Takeover Chicago. Those were both great matches. Are actually, you sure? Because that's one I actually watched, and that one. I mean, I watched that one too. That the one Takeover matches better. But this one, the, this Takeover one, Chicago match is better for sure. I agree. Um. So I ha- I think I had that written down underneath of it. Um Styles versus Lesnar at Survivor Series. Um which was pretty recent. Um that head smash was insane. Uh Alistair Black versus Velveteen Dream at War Games. 
And then Asuka versus Ember Moon at TakeOver Orlando and also TakeOver Brooklyn 3 mm-hmm. are the women's matches I have on here. Bob, any thoughts on these matches? And uh, which one is your winner for match of the year? Uh, I mean, so many great matches. Obviously, uh, Omega Okada, mm-hmm. you can't be topped. Sure. Uh I mean, in terms of star rating, sure. Sure. Styles, uh, Lesnar and Styles Cena, both amazing matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? I'm going to go with the uh, NXT TakeOver Dunn Bait UK mm-hmm. match. That match. That was great. That match is amazing, insane. From start to finish, you're just watching it and you're like, this is fucking unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he gave it four and three quarters. So I don't know what one you're. I- the one I was talking about was at the UK Championship Day Two, but I don't know. I don't know. I if think it's, was- if it's going to be four and three quarter, you, uh, it was no, definitely no. not five. So it can't be higher rated. So I mean, the the Chicago, the Takeover Chicago one was also was way was way better than that. I think I had both of them on for here. sure. Um. And honestly, that match was so good. The false finishes in that match were yeah, unfucking insane. Real. And and uh, Dunn has had a pretty solid little run with his title so far. Oh, yeah. So um, that's your definitive match of the year. That one is. It was. It was the most sports entertained I've been this year by a match. I uh, I definitely I I loved Okada Mega One. I thought Okada Omega 1 was fantastic. Okada Omega 1 gets my follow-up. Yeah. And honestly, like if this was story of the year, like the like one match story, like a self-contained in that match ring in ring psychology, I could see the the Alistair Black Velveteen Dream one because that one had so much going on character-wise in that match. Um and honestly, I, I part of me feels like it would be cheap to say Okada Omega One because it was the original six star match. Um Okada Omega two and three, great matches. Um I just kind of preferred Okada Omega One. I thought it was it was it stunned me because even not knowing a hundred percent of the backstory, I could feel the emotions in the match. Mm-hmm. With that being said, Oh, Dan Chad. I'm going to agree with you on Dunbait because that match mm-hmm. at Chicago, that just was fucking unreal. Like that, that match got me so hyped. And I think that what makes it for me is that replaying the match a couple months later, I went back and rewatched it. And even knowing the finish, I was like, oh my God, that's got to be it every time. And I said that uh-huh. a couple moments in the Okada Omega match. And it was definitely fucking unreal, but that done bait match at a takeover, excuse me, at takeover Chicago was just, it was silly good. If you haven't seen it, get on the network. It's nine ninety nine. You get a free trial if you don't have it. Get on there, and watch that match. So I think that does it for us. Uh, yeah. That's the end of our best of the year special. Thank you guys for wa- uh, for listening, not watching. <laughs> if you're watching, there's a problem. Right. We need to have a Get talk. Get out of Corey's house. Yeah, for real, dude. Although my curtains are open right now, they could be watching. Make sure to follow Bob on Twitter at Bob Fegarty. You can also follow him on Instagram at Soldier Scuzzy. That's me. C-U-Z-Z-Y. S-C-U-Z-Z-Y. S-C-U-Z-Z-Y. What do I have to say? I say something wrong? I don't think you said the nest. Uh, whatever. Soldier Scuzzy on Instagram. He reviews soda. 
And you got some interesting ones coming up. A lot of weird Japanese stuff. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff at CB Poindexter. You can follow the both of us on Facebook and Twitter at Small Package POD. That's POD for podcast. We post from all the indie shows we go to. We, uh, we've done some tier one stuff. We always post from Evolve on our Facebook. And if you hit us up on Twitter and Facebook, like I said, we will read it on air. We'll talk about it. Uh, we love interacting with you guys. Shout out to all of the friends of the show who are listening and hit us up this week uh, with their opinions on their best of the year. If you haven't gotten yours in, hit me up. It's not too late. I will write it down. I will read it in the future. As long as it's before January 1st. If it's after January 1st, fuck you. I ain't reading it. Alright guys, this has been episode 72 of the Small Package Show. Next week, we may or may not be back. It's uh, up in the air right now. I may be back to finally read our Clash of Champions results. Uh, Or, who knows, man. Maybe we'll just take a week off. Merry Christmas, regardless to all of you who celebrate. And a happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to everybody else. And other holidays. This is coming out on the 21st, so enjoy your holidays, everybody. If we don't, if we don't, here for, if we don't talk to you guys next week have a happy new year and uh, the two of us together we'll see you on the other side in 2018 on the small package show hit him with it Bob small package